Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Red and Bobby. Welcome to the year is a Christmas special. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, welcome. Merry Christmas. This episode, we are, we're not doing our usual format. It's a special format uh, to mark a special occasion, which is Christmas Day. We are going back and looking at all the stuff that's happened on Christmas Day in history. Yeah, and we both wore Christmas costumes, I see. We didn't. Uh, we were both meant to. And uh, if you're listening, not watching, I'm dressed as an elf and Bobby's wearing nothing. I'm not wearing nothing. I'm not naked. I mean, I'm... yeah, you're not wearing anything Christmassy. Yeah, well, what I got read a present for Christmas, which was an elf costume, mm-hmm. because generally you have the vibe of an elf. You're small, you're angry. Giving. Mm, serving. H- helpful. You're a servant. H- helpful. A servant vibe. Well, I did. Uh, we were we, we both agreed because it was a Christmas special. We dress up as Christmassy stuff. I put my outfit on, which Bobby bought me from Amazon. It's very flammable. And uh, I walked out and he doesn't have an outfit. I'm dressed as someone who likes Christmas but doesn't like Christmas outfits. Yeah, okay. Do you like your costume? No, I hate it. <laughs> Why do you hate it? Because it makes me feel... Uh, shit and itchy. Okay. It's itchy and I look stupid in it, which is exactly what you wanted. You're wearing a shirt underneath it. Yeah, because otherwise my... I thought you should have been naked under the costume. (laughs) That's what elves are. Elves don't wear underwear. Elves are are completely naked under uh, their uh, elf costumes. They go to H&M, they buy buy H&M shirts (laughs) under every elf costume. But um, no, so I'm not, I'm not hugely enthused about it. I would have preferred it if you'd have joined in instead of playing this horrible prank on me. <laughs> because the thing is, probably most people listen to this, so it's just wasted on uh, on whoever watches this will will enjoy it. But for everyone else who's just listening on a walk at home, maybe trying to avoid their parents, maybe their parents trying to avoid their kids. But to fully enjoy it, I'll put a picture up on Instagram at RedRichson1, follow me, because that'd be great to at least get something beneficial out of this. Red, you look... You look great. You look okay. really cute. Well, I like the much. hat. I like your hat. I, d- I did actually bring a hat. Do you have a hat? Yeah. Do you want me okay. to put it on? We'll actually wear one because otherwise it's just me. Well, that's Christmassy. Yeah. Yeah, so nice. <laughs> Quite the full outfit, but it's, it's a start. See? Yeah. See, I'm building a bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like Christmas, Bobby? No, not really. It's never... Why not? You just, you have to spend a lot of time with mm. people you don't necessarily have the most in common with. Dressed as an elf. <laughs> Listen, elf boy. Yeah. You just answer to elf boy? Well, look, when, when you're wearing something like this, your dignity's out the window. So you just, I feel like reek in Game of Thrones, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> My soul's been scraped out. I'm going to let you wash. You can wash. (laughs) Thank you very much. Reek is called Reek because he stinks because he's not allowed to wash. That's true, whereas I wash a lot. You're encouraged. Mm. Okay. Three baths a day, Red Richardson. I do encourage you actually to wash less, Mm. but I'm not going to mandate it and punish you by by mutilating your genitals if you you do wash. (laughs) Well, that's good to know. Do elves have genitals? I don't know. I don't think they exist. (laughs) Wait. Wait. 
Obviously, I'm saying, do elves have genitals in terms of, like, do elves... Well, I don't think in any of the books they go, oh, and you got a boner because they <laughs> went into someone's house and... I gotta say, we're reading different elf yeah, literature. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> it's children. It's meant to be for children, so I don't think we should discuss whether they have knobs or not. I think you just leave it. Yeah, but... This podcast is not for children. No, it's not. Okay, do you think elves have, like... Because elves are usually short and stocky, like yeah, you. Yeah, they'll have, uh... Do you think an elf would have, like, like, a, like a short and fat dick? I don't know, Bobby. I've never thought about it before. You are an elf. I am not an elf. I'm just describe wearing, I'm wearing your... a seven ninety nine Amazon elf costume. It doesn't make me an elf. Just describe your penis to me. I, I don't know put... what an elf's I'm penis not is like. My penis is Christmas. People are trying to eat pigs in blankets. They're not listening to our podcast over Christmas dinner, Red. I wouldn't be surprised if they were, because it's uh, it's. It's like a, a nice glass of red wine, this podcast. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. In that you tell yourself that it's just a glass of wine, but actually it's a problem. Yes, yeah, it's, it's more, yeah. It's probably ruining your life. And you'll laugh a bit, then you'll cry, and then hate yourself. <laughs> and promise to never do it again. <laughs> no, so why, 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 why what, 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 what sort of Christmases do you usually have? Take me into the Bobby Mayer Christmas land. What just happened there? You went, why, 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 what, what, what? That's a broadcasting way of sliding smoothly no, into another not. segment. <laughs> That's a man who can't speak sway try, I'm all, trying to I'm, speak. This I am a, already a successful broadcaster. In what? So I know all the tricks. Okay. In what respect? In I've charted around the world for broadcasting. Okay. Okay. And I never have to wear a fucking elf costume doing that. But <laughs> all I'm going to say is there's certain tricks to slide into another conversation. I just used one of them. I forgot it's your called, question. What the, was it again? It's called the stutter slip. What was your question again? <laughs> it was why don't what take me into a Bobby Mayer Christmas? A Bobby Mayer Christmas. Well, usually. As a kid, mm. it was difficult. There would usually be some kind of family fight. Of course, yeah. Resulting in someone crying, yep. someone yelling, mm-hmm. someone leaving. Yeah. Usually before any food has been consumed. <laughs> By the time the food is being consumed, everyone is looking at their plates. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Trying to not address what's just <laughs> happened before dinner. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Christmas for me is the two hours before the food when the year's tension boils over <laughs> and someone calls someone a cunt. Yeah, so it's a year of tension and everyone decides to sit in the same room. Usually a hot room. Yes. Because there's a fire or it's the heating's on because uh, it's winter. And then everyone gets drunk. And uh, it's like being on the tube with everyone you have an issue with, you know? Yeah. And then the tension spoils over. My family never drank. They just had a, a level of rage and honesty that would make you think they were drunk. Oh, so they didn't need the drink at no. all to... No, they, they just... It just came out. Oh, really? Yeah. And so did you, what, did you ever, like, throw a turkey at someone? Uh, one Christmas, uh, it was shortly after my mom had died, and I wanted my dad to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not that my dad never spends time with me, but my dad's just quite, you know, he was quite specific about what he wanted to do. And I wanted him to go see a movie with me. Yeah. And he said, uh, <laughs> I don't want to go see a movie. <laughs> what was I, the film? I can't even remember what the yeah, movie was. I said, I want to go, come on, just see a movie. He was like, I don't want to see a movie. And then I just, I start, I picked up carrots and I just started throwing carrots at him one by one saying, why do I even bother coming home? How old are you? 26. Oh my God. <laughs> and, my, and I mean, in hindsight, I may have been in the wrong. Well, it sounds like you were. I don't want to go see, why do I even bother? My dad just didn't want to go see a film I wanted to see. Yeah. So I threw carrots at him and he just took it. That's bad. And what did you say? So- what, how did you feel after that? I, I still felt quite right at the time. Yeah. Looking back now, I think I probably didn't have to throw food at my dad because no, I wanted I him I to see a film he didn't want to see. I think you don't deserve a, a visit from Santa that year. <laughs> well. Because uh, you've been a very bad boy. I um, I felt bad one because my, my little brother, um, we didn't used to buy each other many gifts. But one year he decided he was going to get me a good gift. And I, as a joke, wrapped a... Um, a ribbon round my middle finger and then did this whole thing of pretending to look under the tree for his gift and then went, there you go, and it had a card attached to the ribbon saying, fuck you, Nico, on it. <laughs> and he was like, oh. And then it turned out, like, that one year he bought me uh, 
like FIFA 2012 or something, which is like <laughs> 45 quid gift. So I felt, I felt pretty bad about that. And what did he say when you said, fuck you? He uh, picked up carrots and said, why do I even bother buying? No, he didn't. He was just, uh, I think he just went, oh, okay, that's not nice. And sort of <laughs> slunk off. So I felt terrible. So, did, did you apologize? Yeah. I don't know if I got him a gift. <laughs> you didn't I, even end up getting him a I, gift. I, I should. We can't on Christmas Day. I can't go out and what would I get him? Like a... In Devon, so I go get Macau or something. No, <laughs> I guess there's maybe sheep. maybe a petrol station open. You're like, look, I got you a bag of crisps. Yeah, yeah, that's the those late gifts people get, and you go, you didn't even need to do this, you know. Also, jokey gifts. It's always like you're just giving me something to throw away. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just ends up in again, it ends up in the belly of a turtle off the Pacific Ocean somewhere, you know. Yeah. So that's that's all you're doing there with your little prank. Well, you're world's, feeding a turtle. World's lamest dad. And it's like, no, you just killed You killed an animal. <laughs> That's going straight to the landfill. Did you know there's a, there's a city in China where they build six, they make 60% of the world's Christmas decorations? And what's it called? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. I read this article about it a while ago. It's a city in China. They make 60% of the world's Christmas decorations in this one city. And they interviewed a guy in the article, him and his son, are spray painting tinsel like with a giant spray gun mm. and uh in the interview he says what is christmas mm-hmm. oh god i thought you said the guy asked the question. um the interviewer asked the no question. no the guy says what is christmas yes that is hard <laughs> oh so it's just a, a town of like sweatshops and factories uh, and so we get this whole little elf thing yeah, so all, actually, of, all of these decorations we're surrounded by were just made by Chinese laborers being paid a wage that some would describe as slavery. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning into the Year Is Christmas special. Hope you're enjoying your tinsel and all your uh, your Christmas hats. It is bad, isn't it? They're like, oh, yeah, the elves. And you teach kids about the elves, and you go, actually, they're not elves. It's... Uh, it's Something in a sweatshop. Yeah, they probably are. They are probably are uh, small because of malnourishment, maybe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so they might Jesus. appear elf-like. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> we could have brought that up at the end of the podcast. I thought we could have tried to get. I um... just want to start. Listen, I don't like Christmas, so I want to start this by being like, it. It's a holiday where we are exploiting you know it's just more exploitation what you're saying is only 40 percent of your christmas gifts are made in the north pole and the other 60 <laughs> are made by chinese that, laborers was it always that I, but i have a feeling china's expansion they're just buying into that market and they're just slowly pushing santa out do i really have to pretend santa's fucking real for <laughs> yes, this yes. podcast red yes to make just give someone some hope after you've basically uh Ruined the day with a, a downer about equality and um, stand uh, trading standards. Wow, I've ruined the day, Red. You've ruined Christmas, just like you did with those carrots. I just wanted to see a movie. Did your dad um, get over that? Did you like? Did you manage to have a good rest of the day? He didn't mind. He just didn't go to the movie. No, no. But I mean, after the carrots, was he like? Was it all fine? I think I left. Yeah. Where would you go on Christmas Day? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't remember, but I wasn't happy. No, fair enough. Well, it's good to be uh, doing Christmas this year at all, Bobby, because it was cancelled last year, if you remember. I do remember. Boris Johnson, on like, what was it, two days before or the day before? After telling everyone, don't worry, you will have Christmas, he waited and said, I'm making an announcement tomorrow. And you're like, oh, what's this? And then uh, he goes, yeah. You got to stay at home for Christmas. I was on the train when that announcement got made. I was on the tubes, and it was insane because, like, suddenly you just had people running down because they had till twelve that night to get out of London to go home to their families. So you just had people running on with suitcases. It was like people fleeing a war zone. Yeah, all he really did was say, "Hey, listen, you know you were planning on spreading 
COVID on Christmas Day. Mm. Well, actually, we would like it if you did it two days earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, basically. In the next six hours instead. Yeah. Spread COVID now. Go, go, go. Uh, Spread that COVID. And you could have let people sort of, over two days, the same amount of people travel, you know? like. But it would have been less. Less, less jammed. Like you saw the Liverpool Street Station. Do you remember that? In King's Cross, it was like... This is a super spreader event. People like pushing through, trying to get back. So he, uh, he's been far from ideal uh, in charge of this pandemic, I think. <laughs> you know, not that I'm hugely uh, want to push politics on the podcast. I don't, think, uh, I don't think he's done a very good job. I couldn't say. No. <laughs> I couldn't say. You know, I have a lot of friends who are, as you know, a lot of my closest friends are senior advisors in the Tory party. Yeah. And although I don't agree with their politics, yep. we love golfing together. That's true. We love playing backgammon. Yep. We like go, going on those hunting trips, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, so we play those games where they, they said it was pheasant mm-hmm. that we were hunting. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Looked like an eagle. It did look like an <laughs> eagle to me. Uh, you know, we play that. We all put the keys in the fishbowl. What's that? It's a it's that game you put everyone throws their keys in the fishbowl and then if you pull out oh you have to a set of keys have sex with Dominic Cummings no no <laughs> you get to you get to go and push a migrant's raft back towards France oh my god okay well so listen again I don't agree <laughs> with, with all the do. party games that you just me had some fun hanging out with them. and my Tory friends mm. play but I do want to say that they're fun games and. Because of that, I could not criticize or not criticize. <laughs> so well, I, I, I can't criticize, but I can't not criticize. Well, taking the heat off Boris, he's not the first man to have canceled Christmas. Yeah, no. yeah. The Grinch. No, 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 no. Yes, the Grinch did cancel Christmas. I thought he tried and didn't manage it. Yeah, yeah. But he, he, he really tried. Mm. Okay, who were you going to say? I was going to say Oliver Cromwell. I was just thinking about the Grinch, and uh, I, I went. What was the story? What's his story? What he was he in? The fuck? I can't remember. The- I think the Grinch is a story of a really ugly guy who hangs out with a little girl. Yeah, no, that's on a probably- mountain outside of town, and the whole town is like, we don't really trust this guy, and this little girl is like, I think he's cool. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. It's a story he's of a green as well. Isn't it's he? a story of an ugly man grooming a child. Yeah. And but why doesn't he want Christmas to happen? What because everyone spends time with their family, and, and he doesn't really have a family. He wants to just hang out with his kid. Yeah, and she's got to go home for Christmas dinner. He's like, well, I wanted to hang out. Yeah. Well, well. and then eventually his heart grows like, like three sizes too big at the end. He has a heart but that was always alarming because I had an uncle that died of an enlarged heart. Then it made me think, well, the Grinch isn't going to fucking live very long. Mm. But also, once the Grinch is dead, that town, Whoville, probably be better off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd feel safer having kids in that town if the Grinch was dead. Yeah. I'm sure the population, certain population in China would feel safer as well. Why is that? Because they'd still be able to flog their merch. Mm. Maximum profit, you know, they get to make millions of pounds. So that nasty Grinch doesn't uh, trick those uh, Chinese warlords out of making large sums of money uh, off the backs of us and very underpaid uh, slave workers. So, Cromwell. Yep. He he cancelled Christmas. So it's not just Boris. But though, so he didn't he didn't officially go, no more Christmas. He was just part of an, like an uber-religious uh, movement that was sick of decadence and stuff like that. Which decadence back then? Which is it? it was sixteen forty-five when he got in charge? So even they were like decadent then. You listen, know? we're sick of people brushing their teeth. Yeah, we're well, not even that, you know. And like, imagine being a peasant back then. It's like we've had enough of your decadence. It's like I die if eight carrots freeze. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> fuck you. So I just think it's uh, yeah. He he he. So he didn't come in and per se go Christmas is cancelled but he was part of a part of a clique that they, sort of pushed towards that and they were shaming people who liked Christmas yeah and so they decided to ban it I know if I was alive mm. I would have totally been on his side I would have been like finally Why? a movement for me yeah Christmas is decadent we don't need all this shit you drink eight Coca-Colas a day yeah but even <laughs> more 
more decadent at Christmas. People are even more decadent at yeah, Christmas. That's true. Buying even more things they don't need. I need those Coca-Colas or else I have to start feeling my feelings. We've talked about this. <laughs> it's funny because if you think about like Henry VIII and stuff, I know it's not his year, but every year, every day was like Christmas Day probably for him, you know? He had people entertaining him, getting pissed, just eating whatever he wanted. That's probably what it feels like to be a king every day is Christmas. You eat a whole turkey, drink loads of wine. But I don't know why you'd be on that side. I'd, I'd be against it because I like the the nice things in life. Why would you want to stop the one day where people can get together and enjoy themselves? You think Christmas is the one day where we get together? I just don't like the pretense where we're saying like, okay, today is the day you have to sit with your family. Have fun. Go. <laughs> Are you having fun? I'm just, I don't know. I'm not in really. It's fun time. Fun. Now feel it. Feel the fun. Yeah. Just, it's a lot of pressure. No, no, no. I get that. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm at my, I, I used to just take long naps on Christmas day around mm-hmm. like one o'clock. I'm really tired. I just sleep till five. That's a way to really wipe out most when of the day. When would you eat though in the nighttime? No, I'd eat, I kind of eat like Christmas lunch and then just oh, go okay, to sleep. sleep. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I'd be, uh, I'd be, the funny thing is Christmas is so popular. And so him banning Christmas, that's probably like, ooh, you're, you're in trouble now, buddy. Like someone could come in and go, look, we're going to, you know, improve the NHS, make the railways, you know, it's, it's free to get on a train. You know, uh, make minimum wage twenty five pounds a year and twenty five pounds an hour. Sorry, not a year. It's not China. And then if at the end of that we went, we're going to ban Christmas, people would probably vote them out because that's Christmas is just so popular. Yeah, you know they they absolutely love Christmas. I did find out some funny stuff about um, what happened to Cromwell. So when he died, he died of a UTR. UTR. Yeah, urinary urinary UTI. <laughs> urinary tract infection. UTR. What What's be? a UTR? Urinary tract. Uh, rectum. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's he, the other one. He pissed in his own asshole and died. Yeah, it's uh, drowned from the inside. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's urine coming out of his nose. And <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good way to go. Even <clears throat> even back then. Yeah, and the Grinch was the only person present at his funeral crying. <laughs> yeah. But uh... <laughs> I, I miss him. He understood me. <laughs> I told him not to piss in his own ass. Um, when when he died, uh, Charles II came back from exile. Be, everyone hugely, because Cromwell's son tried to take over, and I was like, nah, fuck you. Like, you're not getting back in. So when Charles got back in, they posthumously executed Oliver Cromwell. They, okay. They dug up How his body work? and beheaded him. <laughs> To really show him that if you fuck with Christmas, that's what happens. Thing is, if I could choose how I was executed, it would be posthumously. Posthumous execution <laughs> is by far the most desired form of execution. Do, do what you want to Listen, me, literally. Fuck my I'm, eyeballs. Yeah, once I'm dead, take my head and put it on your mantelpiece. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever you want. You can play a game with it. You can use it on Monopoly board or chess or whatever it is. You yeah. know? Use my fingernails. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Just do whatever. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, they dug him up. Two years after his dad, so he wouldn't have had a head. They can't behead two years after. <laughs> he a after. skeletal head. Yeah, but once he goes, Plah! there we go. <laughs> How him. long does it take for a human head to decompose? I don't know. I've never tested it. <laughs> More than a week, probably. Oh, yeah. More than a month? Probably like probably three, five months. I'm Googling it. Yeah, you should. It's Christmas. Why not? Why not find out how long it takes for a head to rot? Okay, so this is surprising, actually. In a temperate climate, so if, if it's a bit warmer, it usually takes three weeks to several years for a body to completely decompose into a skeleton. So I guess it's really quite random. Well, you just don't know. Depending you don't know how long it's going to take. I guess it depends on the... the how, how pickled your face was. Yeah. <laughs> and the bugs involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you were buried. What the, how fertile the land was. Either way, I don't think if someone went, yeah, by the way, you better not do this, because when you die, we're going to cut your head off. I don't think he would have given a shit. I'd apply for a uh, hard copy of my driver's license the other day, because when I passed my test, they gave me a paper copy. and then mm-hmm. So I applied for the hard copy, finally, after like a year, because I kept putting it off. And at the bottom of the form, they're like, do you want to donate your organs? Mm -hmm. And I checked yes, but the answer was definitely no. Why? Because I always get afraid. What if I die 
and then they take out all my organs and then the next day they figure out how to bring people back to life <laughs> but they're like we could have brought him back but we've already cut his eyes and fucking kidney and liver and heart out of his body so now we can't bring him back and if we do bring him back he'll be blind and have attached to a breed so they bring even if, then the worst case is they do still you know there's some medical miracle alien inspired intervention in science and then they do bring me back but i'm just in a breathing machine i don't have lungs i don't have eyes and they're no, like you can't Bobby, see we brought you back but sadly your lungs are inside this little boy and you've saved him and then they're gonna say do you want us to get your lungs back and i have to be like Yes! I mean, they are my lungs! Well, so they'd have to track down a little boy and say, Hey, sorry about this, kiddo. You know those lungs you've been enjoying? Well, Bobby wants them back. Well, he has his own lungs he could use. Well, no, because he needed yours. Yeah, but he could still get his old ones. They were kind of working, obviously. Kind of? I don't know. I'm just (laughs) terrified of... Yeah, that's... I don't... Yeah. I don't like the risk. No, no. I'd look after you. I'd love to uh, look after you if you couldn't breathe or walk. (laughs) I'd dress you up as an elf (laughs) every day of the week and push you around town. (laughs) You call me elf boy. Yeah, I would. Yeah, no, but I don't think that we're going to have to worry about that. We 300 years, God knows. Maybe we get to the point where people go, do you remember humans used to die, you know? Oh, yeah. That's a good reason to get really rich. Yeah, well, like Elon Musk rich, so you can just live. Yeah. I want to outlive my children. (laughs) (laughs) What a goal. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't need to. I'm all right. Why? What's your ideal death age? Like 92 or something? 128 for me. Yeah. Yeah, because 92 is how old people are dying now. Yeah. Those are people that, you know... I had a lot of toxic stuff in their bodies that we now don't have in our bodies. And quality of life and medical care and everything's advancing at such a rate that there is a chance. Yeah. I'm all about living as long as possible. Okay. I don't know if you've been to a doctor's surgery recently, but it doesn't feel like we're uh, we're getting better at it. Yeah. Maybe COVID dropped the life expectancy briefly, but I think in general, it's on an upward trend. Yeah, well, hopefully. Hopefully start making new stuff so you can... All I want is them to design stuff so you can fuck around more, if you know what I mean. Like, you smoking, drinking, eating. I just want that covered where they go, oh, you can, by the way, don't worry about your body too much. We can just do this to you. Do you think there's any doctors out there who are right now like, listen, a lot of people work on important things. What I'm working on is... Just a vaccine where people can smoke cigarettes and it doesn't hurt them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want someone to be able to have seven whiskeys a day and still live to be 90 so that they can treat their family terribly every Christmas. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. If I was a, a doctor, that's what I'd focus on. Just... Well, there the, the, would probably be the most popular form of medication in the world, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> you just flush your liver out and your lungs and stuff. I don't see why. No, no. Every, everyone, everyone would be on it. You they, did it again there. What? You went, everyone, everyone, everyone. Yeah, it's called the broadcaster slip. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a usual thing. Everyone knows about it. Bobby, did you know Christmas was banned in Scotland until 1958? Okay, explain. It, it was illegal. So Christmas was banned in Scotland for 400 years and became illegal, became legal in 1958. John Knox, leader of the Reformation and founder of the Presbyterian Church of Scotland, decided that Christians should only celebrate holidays mentioned in the Bible. I have to say, it's very hard to take you seriously when you look like this. Like, just when you read that, like, listen, I know something you don't know. Mm. I'm just thinking, well, listen, I know that I'm not dressed like a fucking elf. Well, you are the one who got this outfit. I know, but it's just... I didn't even want to do a Christmas episode, because I knew it'd be stupid. I'm just saying, though, you... When you read you read your little facts, you go, Christmas was banned in Scotland, and you just look. This was not. I My my idea was to not do this. I wanted to just carry on with the usual format, which we spent four hours dressing the set because you wanted to do a Christmas one. You're wearing a hat. I'm wearing a full elf costume. Most people will be listening on audio, so it's a waste of time. So please, can I just try and carry on I, doing this? I, can you pull the hat down a bit? Don't touch it. Don't touch it anymore. It's going to fall off. Okay. Okay, so they banned, yeah, they banned uh, Christmas Red. Yeah, Just because you dress like an elf, mm-hmm. and I'm finding it hard to take you seriously, I think it's because your voice isn't an elf's voice. 
I don't know what now speaks like. I'm not going to attempt just to do like, voice. I'm just wearing like, the, I'm wearing the costume. Hi, I'm Red the Elf. That's not an elf. Could that's, you do that? No. Can you just just try? That's, that's the ghost of a murdered child. I'm not doing that voice. I, I'm not fucking doing an elf just voice. Just try to do the next segment in I'm an elf voice. Wearing the costume. Red, just try it. I can't do an elf. What does an elf sound like? What, like a little child? No. Hi, I'm Red the Elf. No, Just they try. sit around in sweatshops all year. They hi, won't have voices hi, like that. Hi, I'm, I'm Red the Elf. They're probably only joys though, when they get to smoke a cigarette when I'm, Santa's out doing something. I'm full of rage Fucking because snowman. no matter how many ideas I have, Santa never takes me seriously. I'm a lot smarter than Santa thinks I am. I could run this shop. I could run this podcast. Even though I have no idea how any of the equipment works and I show up late every fucking week, <laughs> I could run this podcast. I, I ask, was, are we ready before the cameras are even turned on I or was, the mics are set up? I was I was early today. No, you weren't. Yes, you were I still was. late. I was. I, I came early because it's like I had to get off the bus and look for fucking Santa hats because you, uh, you wanted some that you didn't even didn't need because you had an elf costume arriving in your own Christmas hat. So I was early today. That was to put you off the scent of I, knowing that I wouldn't. That this I'd is be the only one wearing, wearing the. Okay, well, it's a great trick. Just do the voice for me, Red, please. No. Hi, my name's Red, and even though I'm an elf, it doesn't mean I don't get to fuck non-elf women. If you're an elf and you live in 2021, you don't just have to fuck other elves. You can fuck tall ladies too. You can climb up a tall lady and she'll fucking love it. Just try it. I'm not not doing that. Right, I've... let's get on with the podcast. We've had enough elf for one day. Let's put the elf on the shelf, Bobby. Wow. Um, Scotland Christmas. Never heard about this before until this morning. He believed Christians should only celebrate holidays mentioned in the Bible. I've never heard of a holiday being mentioned in the Bible in my years of studying it at school. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. But anyway, what else have you learned? You learned anything good, Bobby? Well, in nineteen ninety on Christmas Day. Yeah. Tim Berners-Lee created the first web browser. Okay. Do you know what a web browser is? Yeah, like Google. <laughs> it's a search engine, you fucking idiot. Well, what's a web browser then? <laughs> no, 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 let's go back. Okay. 
You thought bread Wait. wasn't around until the 20th century, so, you know, Wait. crack on. maybe you're right. Maybe that is a web browser. Yeah, it could be. This is, the nature of this Fuck. podcast is you laugh at me and then find out that you're wrong. It's so funny. It's a browser. You don't need to dress like an elf to look like an idiot. Oh, no. I'm the fucking brains of this podcast. That's why I'm here. Oh, I was right. You're what? a fucking idiot. What yes. Is, okay, what is it? Google Chrome is a browser. Firefox is a browser. Safari yeah. is a browser. Yeah, that's what I said. No, you said Google. That's a search engine, you oh, muppet. No. You know what I meant. No, no, you said Google. That's a oh, search engine, God. not a browser. Mm. You don't know anything. Oh, it's so... That's Your what I meant. Brain, no. You know what they say about elves? They have small brains. <laughs> Because their hands are only good for making little toys that for children that will never even play with them because they're shit toys. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. So yeah. that was invented. If you, what would you want to say about it? Why, why are you telling me this? I just it's a, it's a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm just the first web browser. Red. Every time you go online mm-hmm. and you go to you know Google. No, but that's the <laughs> website you go to. No. This is a browser. So when you go on Safari Google. or Chrome. Where's Chrome from? Who is it made by? Cadbury Chrome. Yeah, actually Google made by Chrome. Alphabet, actually. Well, well, that's the conglomerate that owns the whole thing. Yeah, that owns Google, mm. but it's Alphabet that makes it. Okay. Still Google Chrome, but carry on, yeah, go on. Yeah, Google Chrome. In the biz, we shorten everything. You'll know this when yeah, you start broadcasting. Yeah, to Chrome. Nobody shortens no. Go- Chrome, the Chrome browser to Google. I went Goog on Google. Chrome. I went on Google and then went to Google.com. That doesn't make any sense. You go on Chrome and then go to Google. We should. This has become like a family Christmas, hasn't it? It's it's hateful. It's toxic. I feel like I'm this- dressed like an elf and you're screaming at me. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you don't have any fucking carrots because they're probably going right in my face as we speak. I would throw food at you, but I know you just open your fat mouth and fucking <laughs> eat it. There, now it's a family Christmas. I only said that to make it a family Christmas where we say the hurtful things we say once a year to remind each other why we only see each other on this podcast. Okay, okay. We're hanging out tonight, but never mind. Um, (laughs) About that. So, Google, it's the first time what? You can just type in, oh, I want to buy some tires, and then that search engine. It's important because, you know, when you go to, like, Amazon.co.uk or .com, Mm Without, without without Tim Berners, we wouldn't be able you to. You wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. You, the internet would not exist in the way you know it to exist right now. I think someone else would have got that. And well, that's, was, what Brent, was he doing that's on- any invention. You can't, you can't listen to someone's invention and say someone else would have invented it eventually. Why was he doing this on Christmas Day? I'm assuming... He didn't love his family. No, he must have hated them. Can you imagine, you're like, dad's just upstairs work. He comes down and goes, I've got this thing called a web browser for the internet uh, on Google. And they go, what? No you? one would say Google didn't exist then. Well, they'd say Google Chrome or Google for short. And they go, what are you talking about? You know, I'm checking out personal life on his Wikipedia page. Do you remember how much he laughed when he thought I was wrong? And but you just, were wrong. No, you had to. You had to do such such doctoring to make it seem like I was wrong. After you being, were wrong, I just mm, checked to see if you were right. <laughs> yeah, go on. So, so what's he done? He got married in 1990. <laughs> what that year? Yeah, which wait? Means so that was the year he <laughs> he was married. That year, it was his first Christmas with his wife, mm. and then on Christmas Day, he's like. I need to work, okay? <laughs> like, long- no one's using his browser that day, and then he's like, Not I need... Not for 10 years. Huh? Not for, like, 10 years. The inter- people used the internet in the 90s. What was the, what was the browsers back then? It was like Bing. What was it called? Do you remember? They were, like, no, really again, bad. Again, Red, Bing is a search engine. It was a browser. You still don't, don't, don't know the difference between a search engine and a browser. It's funny how smart he thinks he is. For an elf, you are fucking stupid. <laughs> the elves are stupid. That's why you get shit jobs. That, whoa, interesting. There we go. What a capitalist point of view that is. Mm. The stupid people get the worst jobs. Maybe, Red, we're just as smart as the millionaires, but the system is keeping us down. If I was an elf, that's the fucking... That's the attitude I'd have. But luckily, I'm Santa, so I'm in charge. And you're my little worker. How long did his marriage last? Doesn't say. No. I'm sure, I'm sure they split up. I would hope so. 
Or did he invent the year after that? No, it just seems like a bit of a waste of a Christmas day. You always sort of see... Right. He invented the, the a big part of the modern internet. Mm. You know... So is that like Facebook then? Like what? Was it like Facebook? <laughs> just fucking with you. It's a browser. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, Safari. Yes. You finally accidentally I, said a right sa- answer. I've been saying the same thing. I you have again. not. You said Google you and Bing if- and Safari, which are... Google and Bing are one thing, and then Safari's a, a different thing. Okay. Well, I think uh, we should change this topic because it's clearly making you uh, be very upset. He was divorced in 2011. 21. That's a long time for that sort of marriage. Yeah, the sort of marriage where he works on Christmas Day. Yeah. They had two kids. I would imagine... That maybe he didn't pull his weight when it comes to childcare. No, probably not. It's like, but he did invent cool shit. I, I kind of am okay with that. I read this article once. It was like a revisionist take on Einstein, mm-hmm. where they were like, you know, Einstein once wrote his letter, a letter to his wife, telling her she had to make him dinner every night, and he was not happy with the meals he had been receiving. Isn't Einstein a misogynist? And it's like, well, yes. It's not ideal for a man to write his wife a letter yelling at her for not making good enough meals. However, he was busy discovering the secrets to the fucking universe. So if you're married to someone who has a one in a trillion mind for the good of humanity, could you please make them the right meals? Yep, I agree. Move on to the next fucking fact. I will, I will. Uh, this is one's a fun one I've found, so I'm hoping it's going to get you out your little strop, your little Christmas slump. Fine. Yeah? Uh, it's, a, it's a music one. Musician Ringo Starr was bought his first ever drum kit on Christmas Day 1957. What an amazing gift. Weren't the Beatles popular in 1960? They became massive in, like, 62 was the first big... So he'd only been playing the drums for five years? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And he gets a lot of stick for his drum. I've never noticed. I don't know, you know, what's... I think he's a good drummer. Well, it sounds good with the Beatles. Yeah. Um, but no, people go, oh, you know, they always knock Ringo as being like this, but I don't know enough about drumming. But I'm sure he wasn't, like, you know, there's probably better technically a lot better drummers than him, but it worked with the Beatles. You don't want someone going mental on the I drums just love people, the Beatles. The Beatles make ico- this iconic music. Mm. They fired Pete Best to yeah. hire him. Yeah, but they hired him, and then he wasn't even used on the first two recordings of the records they put out. Ringo. Yeah. So they were like, he was just a, he was a really good hang, apparently. A fun guy. Everyone a fun guy. And he's like, we were on the same wavelength. We've really helped, you know, and you go, oh, you were... Uh, that is a good bunch of three people to bump into and, and join in with. But um, no, it's just, a, I don't, this is uh, for anyone out there um, listening and you bought your kids something wasteful, buy them something that will make you money. Drum kit might be annoying, but I'm sure his parents uh, had enough money to soundproof. Listen, the odds that your kid is going to be one of the most famous drummers of all time, very low. Yeah. But it's going to annoy you with the sound of drums. What if you buy your kid a full-sized garbage truck? Yeah. One so you can go around picking stuff up. <laughs> yes. Son, I'm going to, for the first couple of years, I'll drive you around. You go to people's doors, say, hi, I'm doing a thing where if you give me $5, I'll take your garbage. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. They think it's cute because it's a kid, right? Mm-hmm. They don't realize it's a whole infrastructure, a business that the the adult man is building and getting his son to kind of yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. push along. You go to 100 people's houses, you get $5 from each of them, you throw their garbage in the truck. Guess what we've just done? Made $500, and you don't owe the kid a cent. Because you told him you bought him a truck. You told him you bought him a truck. But actually, you own the truck. You lied to him. He doesn't know how truck paperwork works. So really what you've done, you've started a garbage business and tricked your kid into convincing people it's like a cute prank and getting money from them. And then you start doing it every week and the parents of the kids whose houses you're going to, the people whose houses you're going to, they think this kid has started a business. No. This kid is being used to build up your business. That's what you should do instead of buying your kid a fucking drum set. I think that hat makes you evil. 
I think that outfit makes you no, stupider than you uh, usually fucking are. I think you put the hat on and you become like a Chinese corporation. You just want to abuse people and uh, extort them for money. So maybe you should take it off. Have you ever gotten a present that's uh, helped you out later on in life? A couple Christmases ago, I uh, quit smoking. Mm-hmm taking antidepressants and drinking coca-cola on christmas <laughs> on one day. day all at once i gotta say it was not a very happy for christmas for all the people who had to be near me no i can imagine yeah was, I, yeah I didn't even tell harriet i was gonna do it oh just, my god why I'd, I'd, did I'd, you do i had ran out of cigarettes mm-hmm. and i i'd ran out of antidepressants we've all done that where you say you're gonna refill your antidepressants you forget because you know you're depressed mm-hmm. and the pills aren't really working so you don't actually get more antidepressants so i ran out of antidepressants and then i thought let's throw coca-cola in because i know if i don't have antidepressants and cigarettes i'll drink a lot of coke so let's quit all of it the same mm-hmm. day so i did that and I surprised Harriet with the information on the way to her parents' house. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, I have some exciting news. Yeah. I'm quitting smoking, quitting antidepressants and Coca-Cola right now. And she was <laughs> like, we are stopping and you are buying cigarettes. Cigarettes now. She would not let me quit smoking at Christmas because it would ruin her Christmas. Yeah, I can imagine. And imagine this was the only time in my life that I would have been able to build the, 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 the strength to quit smoking. She was like, listen, I will have you die 20 years earlier just so I don't have to suffer around your nicotine withdrawals. Yeah, because then the, yeah, the years would be good years as opposed to drawn out bad ones. Yeah. Um, and did you get cigarettes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. You needed Bobby needed his cigarettes. Bobby needed. <laughs> yes, evil Bobby with the hat. Put it back on if you want. I'm just saying it just seems to be affecting your personality. I'll leave it off. But uh, yeah, no, I just thought that's a good story. Imagine if they'd like bought him a, a recorder or something. Like he could have become a better than he was at the drums at something else, but no one would have given a shit, you know? Because he was just right place, right time, and slotted in with three geniuses. In 1955, at the height of the Cold War, tension with the Soviet Union, a general at the Continental Air Defense Command, CONAD, in Colorado, received a call on a top-secret hotline. Bracing himself for the news of a missile attack, the general instead heard the shaky voice of a young boy asking, Are you really Santa Claus? Turns out... The number had been mistakenly published in the newspaper as a Sears Santa hotline. Jesus. So who got that wrong and how? Do you know? No, I don't know how. They just misprinted a number. But what's amazing. No, that wouldn't have been missed. But that was someone did that on purpose. Right. It was a top secret number. Yes. But someone would have done that as a sort of prank. Someone who had access to the top secret number. Red. Nobody did it as a prank. It would have been done. Well, how does it accidentally end up being printed? You you print the wrong number. Again. So you have the Santa number next to the nuclear fucking power number. And you no, go, oh, the numbers are probably quite similar. So let's say the, 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 nuclears, the nuclear phone number to call to order a nuclear strike. Oh, is one different let, to the yes, Santa number. It's Santa's one different number. to the Santa number. And then. What, North Pole has the same. Uh, Really? Yes, so they accidentally, it was just probably one number's difference. They didn't leak a top secret phone number where you could call it and order nuclear strikes to a kid's newspaper. That's fucking insane. Well, they might have done. Someone who was angry at work. They didn't do that. How do you know they didn't do that? Because I asked you how they did it and you said you don't know. I do know. It was a mistake. It was in the article. When they said it was a mistake? When I said, how did that end up there? You go, I don't know. Red. It could have been somebody who's angry at work at the nuclear plant and goes, I'm just going to fucking leak the number. People leak stuff. Are you aware people leak stuff, yeah? Not everybody works in government. It wasn't Julian Assange, Red! Could have been. Edward Snowden, Julian Assange, and reality winner didn't get together, travel back in time, and leak a nuclear number to a newspaper. Yeah, because until they were born, everyone just kept a secret. There was no such thing as uh, telling secrets until Julian Assange, famously. Yes, Bobby, is that what you think? Is that where you're going with this? Okay. Yeah? What happened anyways? Well, you're telling me. I'm just questioning. And then I don't know why, because you're still holding the hat. It just seems to just, you start screaming about nothing. 
when we're trying to do a Christmas episode that's going to cheer people up if they're having a hard time. Imagine if you just have families having a round. You go, I'm going to go listen to a podcast next door. And you just hear this. Or imagine this. Mm. Imagine this. Someone is alone on Christmas. Oh. Because their whole family. Are shielding. Have died. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So their entire family have been wiped out. Yeah. So mom. How? Mom killed by an asteroid. Okay. <laughs> um, their dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he um created a top secret kind of space defense thing where he can control asteroids and shot an asteroid at his wife. Okay. Yep. Accidentally also hit himself. So both parents are dead. suicide. Uh, the siblings with, by asteroid. Yeah. The siblings. Um, they all got some kind of cancer from the radiation. From the asteroid. <laughs> so now you're alone on Christmas. Yeah. And, you know, you your family fought a lot, but, you know, there was anger and a lot of tension, but you, mm. you just miss it because they're all fucking dead. Yep. Then you tune in to the Year Is podcast. Yeah. You hear us squabbling, well, me squabbling with a, a, a small-minded elf, a man <laughs> dressed like an elf. And you think, oh, I feel at home. And that's what I'm trying to give to people. Well, I hope you are. I hope it's working. I really do. Because that's a sad scenario painted. And so if that does happen, there is a family that's been devastated by an asteroid-wielding lunatic. Um, I hope we we brought you some joy on this day. Okay. Can I finish the fucking story? Yeah, go on then. Finish the story. Without shouting, if you could, if that's possible. We'll get a little volume check on you. So NORAD... Later embraced the role as the official Santa tracker mm-hmm. and used it, massive satellite network, once a year to broadcast Santa's exact whereabouts. So they're lying. They're not lying. Okay. What do you mean they're lying? Well, do I have to say? People might be listening with kids in the background. What, they're lying? They're- what, they're saying, oh, we know where Santa is. We got a tracker on him. All it takes Obviously, is- they're lying! All it takes is a quick Google web browser to work out that Santa's not real, Bobby. All it takes. Yes, 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 Red. But they people just say to their kids, oh, look, NORAD is tracking Santa. Oh, look, Santa's over this country now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, okay. I, what I was saying is they're clearly you know, they are lying. They didn't, you know. Yes, using, obviously they're not so actually they tracking using, why, Santa. Why are they using their massive satellite network once a year? Why don't they just use a liar in the office to pretend where they think Santa is? Why have they got a satellite that they're using? Fine. Okay, Bobby, let's move on. Christmas Day, very important person was born on that day. Who do you think I'm going to say? Jesus Christ? Yes, that's, yeah. It wasn't just Jesus who was born on Christmas Day. Sir Isaac Newton was just called Isaac. He wasn't a sir when he was born, but uh, was born on Christmas Day. (laughs) So it's a pretty special day for special people. A lot of people who changed the world were born on that day. Isaac Newton changed the world. He just discovered gravity. Yeah. But, you know, he was, he was a big part of history. Yeah. You know, he's done more than uh, even me, some would argue, for uh, for this planet. But it's weird that he, the apple just landed on his head and he went, oh, why is that like that? And thousands of years of humans before him just went, eh, there's an apple. Yeah. You know? That's why he's Isaac Newton. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I would have just picked up the apple and eaten it and carried on my day. I don't even know what he was doing under the tree, but he's probably having a nap or a rest, getting out of that uh, famous English son. Died a virgin. Did he actually? Yeah, Isaac Newton never had sex. Yeah, that explains stuff. Why, though? What did he... Uh, you got to think, right? Have you ever heard that stat that, like, the average McDonald's manager mm. gets laid more than the average engineer? No, <laughs> I don't know why. why. Because a, a manager has power, and he has people underneath okay. him he is impressive to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas an engineer, you're just an engineer. So it's not actually about your skills. It's about being in a power structure where you seem impressive. Okay, I get you. Isaac Newton was popular in the science world, but at the time, they really didn't let women into it. This is my theory. Okay. So yeah, he was impressive to a bunch of men. He didn't want to have sex with. So no one went, oh, this guy's done this amazing thing. You know, let's 
take him to a strip club. They didn't even... I don't think they had... Maybe. Mm. He was a very devout religious man, though. Okay, it's probably more to do with him. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. You know? It's weird, though, because you think um, if he's that devout and religious, you just go, oh, that's God's work with the apple. He's obviously questioning stuff. I don't know where you heard that he never got laid, but I'm sure he must have slept with someone. Again? Mm. Not to get angry, because mm. I'm working on oh, not being angry. Go. Yep, here we go. But on this part, if I tell you something as a fact, you have to accept it as a fact. You can't just tell me I don't think that's true. He died a virgin famously. Famously, Isaac Newton died a virgin. Famously, yeah. That's what I learned in school. They said, hey, by the way, you discovered gravity. Never fucked anyone, though. Famously. Famously, Isaac Newton (laughs) never climbed atop a stranger (laughs) and and mashed his genitals together with theirs. Famously, he never had a wife or children. He was a famous, lifelong, virgin bachelor who only obsessed about God and science. He loved both things. Okay, so I've just discovered. You're right, Bobby. I know that I'm right. Newton was rigorously puritanical. When one of his few friends, one of his few friends, implying he doesn't have many friends, told him a story about a loose nun, he ended their friendship. So he didn't even like stories about it. So now Mm. you've went from arguing with me Mm. and disagreeing with me to supporting me and finding a fun anecdote that supports my truth. What I did do is I went, oh, that can't be true. I Googled it on my web browser, my Google web browser. That is no. Uh, You Googled uh, it on a search engine called Google.com. 21 years of this puppy. uh, 31 years, you mean. 31 years, yeah, sorry. I used it to... uh, You can't even fucking count. I I used it to confirm... You used a search engine, Google, to confirm on a your story. browser, Google Chrome. To confirm your story? Yes. Have you been back on the Coca-Colas? No, I've been drinking iced tea. Okay. Well, maybe you should check the sugar content of that. It uh, might be worth looking into. Did you know quickly, just a fun fact to try and cheer you up. Okay. Get you back in the mood. I'm, I'm cheery. This is my Christmas cheer. This is how I am at Christmas. A bit on edge. Because I find the holidays uncomfortable, yeah. and I don't like all the free time. Has Harry ever thought about like volunteering in a war zone just for one, just one Christmas, just to get some <laughs> peace and quiet? <laughs> Has she ever said, "Bobby, this year I think I'm going to uh, just stick my head in the loo and flush it all day"? Anyway, so a quick fun fact to cheer you up, Bobby. Okay. Did you know that Santa would have to visit 820 homes, 822 homes per second to deliver presents to everybody's home on this planet, traveling at 650 miles a second? I didn't know that. Mm. So, if anything, that proves that he has a lot of friends who are willing to chip in and help him out. How did you find out Santa wasn't real, Bobby? I was five years old. Mm. They sent me to bed early. I could tell something was suspect. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. went I went down to the living room. Yep. Yeah. The family was wrapping presents in yeah. the living room. Okay. The next morning, one of the presents I saw them wrapping was from Santa. And I knew. It wasn't Santa. I knew it wasn't Santa, but I recognized even at age five that for me to continue in getting presents from both my parents and yep. Santa, I had to believe in Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I pretended to believe in Santa for five more years. <laughs> Fair enough. I remember being with my brothers and we saw two, like, you know, in the that leisure centers and stuff. You saw two Santas? Yeah, and the same. And I went, oh, we, there's no way. My mum was like, oh, he has helpers, you know, like people help him out and stuff. And then you find out, my brother woke me up and said, Dad, just put all our presents in our stocking because he was drunk and, like, tripped over something. <laughs> <laughs> Usually probably the way most kids find out, you know, is Dad being too pissed. Uh, probably someone listening fucked it last night for their kids. But, you know. Don't worry, there's more hope and joy in the world past Santa, I think. Is that is that right, Bobby? Do you believe in anything anymore? Apart from this podcast? Well, I'll tell you a Christmas story. Derived from the influence of Roman Saturnalia celebrations, social inversion used to be a popular Christmas pastime centuries ago. This would typically involve the election 
of a boy bishop <laughs> or child to run the church okay. in lieu of a minister during the Feast of St. Nicholas. So for lunchtime, you'd switch roles and the boy could become the bishop. Yeah. And I like to think they let a boy be in charge of the church. Mm. And then the boy had a gavel mm. and he kind of hit, you know, like a desk with the gavel and said, I decree that the church no longer fucks boys. <laughs> and then they were like, you're not in power anymore, actually. Just for lunch. We're getting rid of this tradition. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, no, no, actually, we've thought about it. Letting a child be in charge of the church is blasphemous. <laughs> we have a direct line to God, and we do exactly what he wants us to do. So we don't want some boy getting in charge and making anti-boy fucking rules. And was there like a, could any age, literally? Yes, yeah, sometimes like a five-year-old or a three-year-old. Fuck. Yeah, that would be the first rule you'd make, isn't it, if you were a young, young boy of the church back then? Well, you'd hope it's not. You'd hope it's a boy who hasn't experienced that, and the boy just says things like, Oh, I think everyone should get cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I wonder, do they still do that tradition, or is it just, just back then? I think it's... We'd know if they still did yeah, that tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like a couple of the boys said what you what you thought they might have said, and that was the end of that. Because if it, if it... You know, the only real religious... The Catholic Church is the only one that has, like, a pope. Mm. And if if they let a boy be in charge, it would all fall apart, because, you know, they'd be like, okay, you're the pope now, boy, and the boy would be like, okay. They'd be like, ah, oh, we have millions of Catholics out there who are starving, and the, then the boy would say, ah, oh, we should give them all this gold <laughs> in the Vatican. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they could sell it and not mm. starve. And then they'd say, okay, boy, we've changed our mind again. You are no longer the Pope. <laughs> all right, here's another fun story. Yeah. In 1865, the okay. Ku Klux Klan formed on Christmas Day. On Christmas. <laughs> yes. Hey, Jesus Christ. Uh, the funny thing about that is that you'd think... If you actually look at what they are and who they are and how they dress and stuff, how pathetic when they first set out, like all these drunk loser men being like, oh, I'm going to start a club with my mates and just taking the bedclothes with them. Yeah. <laughs> Meet in the deep south and go, we'll wear these and we'll be a group. And obviously they've done lots of very, very bad stuff since, but the first meeting they must have uh, looked very pathetic. Yeah, like... They don't have to wear bed sheets. No. If you I, on Christmas got so drunk and you're like, Harry, I'm going out to start a gang. Me and Red have had enough of the vaccine or something. Wait, now you're imagining me starting the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. You're just imagining how would Bobby start well, the Klan? I think anyone who's listened to most of this episode wouldn't have to think that hard to imagine how you'd start the Klan, to be honest. A lot of screaming, a few bedclothes, some insults. Um, and, and sort of slightly unhinged behaviour. I would say better costumes. <laughs> I'm not fucking... I forgot I was wearing this. <laughs> I'm just talking about how stupid the bunch of men are going out and getting in costumes. And this is me. That's awful. God, yeah. you do. You get into it and you forget that that's what <laughs> you look like. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a, that's a, that's a shit group. But why you start on Christmas? Give everyone, give everyone a rest, you know? Yeah. You always find it weird when you hear someone's done something on Christmas. You go, what were you doing? <laughs> Obviously, just the most annoying people in everyone's family who no one wanted to see sort of met in a park somewhere because no one would invite them around. And they started this horrific racist group, which still exists to this day, Bobby. What? Yeah. Just use your web browser. You'll see quite quickly. I'm going to do the last story. Okay. And then I'm not going to speak to you until the new year. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Merry Christmas. In 1973, John Denver. Are you mm -hmm. familiar with John Denver? Take me home, country road. Yes. Yes. Well, he wanted to get into Christmas music. Fair enough. He's got the right sort of lyric style. And so he voice. released his famous Christmas hit. 
that I feel like has fallen to the wayside. Yeah. And maybe we could bring back. Okay. By me singing it to you. Okay. Before Santa visits. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see Mama cry. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see Mama cry. (laughs) Your singing eyes are horrible. Just last year when I was only seven, now I'm almost eight, as you can see. You came home a quarter past eleven and fell down underneath the Christmas tree. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see Mama cry. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. Mama smiled me and looked outside the window. She told me, son, you better go upstairs. Then you turned around and hollered, Merry Christmas! Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see Mama cry. This has been a, a Christmas episode Please, of the year is. I hope you're Daddy, all having a great Christmas. Drunk this um, Christmas. We will be back to normal format next week. Um, just enjoy yourself. Uh, thank you very much. Please tell your friends, uh, even after that episode, tell your friends. And subscribe and like and leave us a review. Probably not this episode, but the next one's coming up because they're going to be great. Thank you very much. Are you okay, Bobby? Please. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm getting out of the fucking outfit. Cheers. Bye-bye. That was another episode of The Year Is. Thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe. Leave us a review. It all helps. I'd like to thank our producer, Jody, And also, I'd like to thank uh, Josh Weller for our intro music and song it's uh, it's very catchy it's very nice i'm sure you will enjoy it at the beginning so big thanks for josh weller he's on instagram at josh weller josh weller follow him and uh, keep spreading the word of the year is thank you so much bye-bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.